KXSFLP San Francisco Welcome. I see you found your way into my humble dwelling. And like most people who cross this threshold, I see you have many questions. By entering this space, this sacred space, this humble shack, this dwelling of mine, you have consented, of course, to a decision, a choice, and the nature of choice in this world of ours. Because there's really no decision at all. You already know what you're going to do. This edition of Rockneto is dedicated to the memory of George Floyd, who was uh, murdered by the Minneapolis uh, police uh, last week. And it goes, also goes uh, to all of those uh, who have been forgotten by this unjust system, by those that have been uh, affected by the social injustices and the racial injustices that uh, take place in this country, that have been taking place in this country for many, many, many years. Today uh, is uh, Thursday, uh, June the 4th of 2020, and it feels at least uh, here in the studio, as uh, this will be probably the most uh, difficult uh, radio show I have ever done, not only at KXSF, but in, in you know uh, throughout my entire radio career. Something is off, something is definitely off. We got uh, the chance to see a great uh, demonstration yesterday uh, here in San Francisco at the Mission, a plethoric demonstration that uh, that showed us, reminded us of how great of a city San Francisco is and has been throughout many, many years. But still, even though we see the movement on the streets and we see people getting together uh, to fight for something, to show that they're tired of uh, all, of, uh, all of the injustices, it's still... The feeling in this city, the feeling in this studio is rather eerie, rather sad, rather strange. So we will continue uh, broadcasting uh, here at KX 102.5 FM at Rockneto, as we do every single Thursday, just because uh, we have the responsibility to inform. It kind of feels weird uh, to play uh, music, to play the newest independent rock and roll there is around the world. Uh, for the past few days, we have been uh, deciding what the hell we're going to do with the show today. Uh, we made uh, three different playlists, and at, at this very second, which is okay, we don't even know uh, what we want to do. One thing that's going to happen, that is going to take place for sure today on Rockneto, is our conversation with, with Victoria Ruiz, who is a great activist who is a human being that has been fighting uh, for uh, social justice for many, many years. We had the, the chance, the honor of talking to her a bit uh, over a year ago, and uh, it was a great conversation. We clicked. Uh, we told each other that, uh, you know, that we vibe. We're in the same, uh, in the same positions in many things. 
So we're over deciding about uh, what to do with Rockneto today and uh, if we were going to do interviews or not. Um, we thought, well, if there's someone that uh, we want to talk to is Victoria. Victoria Ruiz from, who happens to be, by the way, the lead singer of a great punk band, Downtown Boys. That interview will be taking place at around 2 p.m. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple of... Uh, uh, phone phone interviews, phone conversations with uh, fellow DJs, and uh, I hope that somehow this uh, this show will will help you understand a little bit more about uh, social injustices, especially because uh, a lot of people in, in in this country, especially, really you know react now to to what happened to George last week. But don't realize that uh, all this anger on the streets is not coming only because of what happened to George. It's coming because of what has been happening to, to the black community for many, many years, for hundreds of years. It is happening because of uh, the family separated on the border, because of uh, the kids that are put in cages in the border, because of the racist rhetoric that is coming from the White House because of uh, the economic injustices as well, because of the segregation of, uh, of races uh, in, in this country. It's time to, to really stop. It's time to stop and to really think how deep this problem is ingrained in American society. So here we go. We're going to start... Uh, with this, the Beatles Revolution in Rockneto at KXSF. You say you want a revolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. You tell me that it's evolution, well, you know. But when you talk about destruction Don't you know that you can count me out? Don't you know it's gonna be Alright 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 You say you got a real solution Contribution Well, you know We all do what we can But if you want money for people with minds that hate All I can tell you is, brother, you have to wait
be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still lights of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Beverly Hillbillies and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on search for tomorrow because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Keyes nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coat. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. Rock Metal. 
If you need immediate legal assistance regarding a citation or arrest for curfew violation, please contact the NLG National Lawyers Guild, www.nlgsf.org or uh, 1-909-4654, 1-909-4654. If you want to provide information to the ACLU about an arrest or citation for curfew to help challenge these overbroad curfews, Please call a CLU Norcal's intake number 415-621-2488 or website www.aclunc.org slash get help. Like I said, uh, we we saw the, the demonstration, the demonstration, the protest that took place at the mission last uh, last night. Um, and it was uh, something uh, really inspiring something uh, incredible to see he was uh, led by uh, a 17 year old uh, Simone Jacks and um, a lot of people tag it or call it the, the youth march um, but you know uh, it it actually consisted of all, all different age groups that you can think about that you can think of it was plethoric it was it was beautiful it was amazing it's a reminder of how great uh, this city of San Francisco is something that kind of had been hidden I guess lately by uh, modern times by uh, gentrification by the changes in the radical changes in, in this city uh, I am particularly disappointed by uh, by the way the the city of San Francisco uh, handled this uh, in stating the the curfew after just one day of protest on Saturday. By the way, on Saturday, uh, Saturday night, it was a rather, rather crazy night for for myself. Uh, I live uh, downtown, like I've said before, um, two blocks from Union Square, to be to be exact. And you know, I've been living in in, in that area in the Tenderloin downtown, uh, Lower Knob Hill, as you want, any way you want to call it, for ten years, and I had never seen uh, something like this. It's uh it's incredible, you know, like all oh, the 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 presence of of the police, the sirens that didn't stop until three four in the morning, uh, the sounds of the helicopters, looking through the window uh, and seeing uh, people, you know, carrying carrying stuff that they had taken. Uh, you know, uh, it was a rather long night uh, for myself uh, on Saturday. Still, uh, the curfew was instated uh, the very next day on Sunday. And uh, that disappointed me a lot, to be honest. And I, I've said this before, you know, how uh, I really don't agree with how London Bridge has been running the city. And I have said that I, ha you know, I never agreed with the way Edley either uh, uh, ran the city as well. And, um, you know, the curfew was lifted uh, today in the morning, actually. So uh, today will be the first night in this week that there will not be a, a curfew. That curfew, in my opinion, wasn't uh, necessary. You know, in my opinion, uh, 
people had uh, all the all the right reasons to be upset, to be mad. Uh, society should not be condemning uh, how protests uh, are taking place. Obviously, we want peaceful demonstrations like the one at the mission yesterday. But, uh, you know, people cannot just come and tell us, hey, don't be angry, don't do stuff like that after they killed uh, uh, George, after they murdered George. And like I said in the, in the beginning of this show, it is, this is just not only about uh, the memory of, uh, of George Floyd, but uh, because of everything that is happening, uh, has been happening in America. Three and a half years of, uh, of a racist pig in the White House, uh, being openly racist against uh, immigrants, uh, you know, uh, putting uh, kids in cages, separating families in the border it is just too much it is absolutely just too much coming from the government and coming from uh, within society you know uh, i understand it's a it's a tough topic you know a couple of friends of mine told me well they shouldn't be looting they should be protesting you know uh, but that's that's not it that's not just it you know it's uh it's way more than that and uh it's many many years hundreds of years of this and I uh, hope that uh, what's happening right now, it's a wake-up call for society. San Francisco has been, uh, you know, one of the most liberal cities in the world, uh, in the history of uh, of our modern society. And, uh, you know, in the f in the if in the late 60s, uh, San Francisco was a key part of the world that started uh, really a social revolution, because it did, somehow to some levels, to some degrees. Uh, now it is really up to us to show the world that we are not uh, that we don't, we don't agree with racism. That racism should be should be eradicated completely. Uh, so many messages, you know, all over social media, people criticizing how how the the movement uh, is being led and all. But you know, I think uh, at this point, those that uh, that really have the right to lead this movement is are those who are affected. In this case, uh, the African American community, the minorities, the people of, of color. Uh, the, those are they are the ones that uh, have the right, the historical right, to demonstrate and to protest, to protest any way they want to protest. This past week, past couple of weeks. Uh, have reminded me of uh, of an era in the world that was uh, very important uh, regarding social changes. Uh, a specific year, 1968. 1968. Not only here in America, not only in Mexico, where I'm from, not only in Paris, in France, but all over the world. It was a very important year for social justice, and it it sends me to. Uh, to October 2nd of 1968, when uh, the Olympic Games were only 10 days away to start in Mexico City, in the, the inauguration that was supposed to take place at uh, the stadium of uh, the University of Mexico, the autonomous National, uh, National Autonomous University of Mexico, 10 days before September, actually, late September. Uh, ten days before the the, the Olympics uh, had the, the inauguration, the Mexican army uh, came uh, to a place called uh, Plaza de la Telolco, where uh, students were protesting against uh, the system, like I guess where we are right now. 
And because uh, the Mexican army, the Mexican government wanted uh, the world to see Mexico like a peaceful place, like the perfect place for Olympic Games. They sent tanks, they sent, they sent, they sent the army, they sent uh, sharpshooters, snipers, and they killed over a thousand students uh, in the Plaza of Tlatelolco. That night of October, rainy October, of, of October 2nd, the CIA, and this is documented by the way, the CIA provided the training for that uh, specific group of the Mexican army that killed all these students. Uh, days later, after uh, the inauguration of, uh, of the Olympic Games in 1968, John Carlos won the, that gold medal. Uh, and that uh, iconic picture of, uh, of the fist upon the air was taken in that same stadium of uh, the Mexican Autonomous uh, University of Mexico. And I wanted to play uh, something about uh, about uh, about what happened in in Mexico City during uh, October second, nineteen sixty eight. This is Masacre sixty eight. This is pure punk, as easy as that pure raw punk. It's called uh, Masacre sixty eight. The massacre of nineteen sixty eight, and the band is uh, called the same way, Masacre sixty eight. And this goes uh, to the memory of uh, those students that fought for. Uh, social change, just like uh, our current society is doing at this very moment. In Rockneto, KXSF. Rockneto. After October 2nd of 1968, uh, uh, you know, the, the mass killing of students in, in Mexico City in October 2nd, 1968, uh, there was another one, uh, another massacre that took place in, in, uh, in 1970. After that, uh, the Mexican government prohibited uh, all types and all sorts of uh, rock and roll concerts in Mexico. Uh, mass concerts, at least. So uh, Mexican society and, and you know, the, the rock and roll people Mexico had to find a way to, to hand, had to find places where to play, and they that's how uh, the Ojos Funkies started. Uh, that means like uh, an underground uh, kind of party. Uh, 
so for many many years over 10 years uh mexican bands had to play in uh in you know houses or garages or uh, hidden places like that kind of like like i'm saying like underground parties uh at that point because of the repression that uh, took place in mexico because let's just remember that mexico lived under a dictatorship that lasted uh 70 years it's not technically a, a, a dictatorship but you know it was the same uh, political party that ruled mexico over 71 years uh so for us mexicans we see it as a, as a dictatorship and all of this was obviously supported by the american government um so one of the bands that had uh, the guts to um, to play and to create music because you know by those times if you were singing about against the government you would be simply kidnapped and disappeared by the by the police and uh, one of the of the first groups that uh, had the guts to to talk about uh, social injustices was uh, three souls in my mind and this is one of their songs abuso de autoridad in rocknet.kids <laughs>
Six Pistols, God Save the Queen from their Never Mind the Bollocks in Rocknet.kxsf If you encounter a military or national guard let's turn, turn them around Trips for Black Lives If you have concerns about mobilizing against people in your own country you're not alone You have options, you have rights Contact veterans who can help at support at aboutfaceveterans.org or the GI Rights Hotline for Confidential Advice, which is 1-877-447-4487. Remember, if you need immediate legal assistance regarding a citation or arrest for a curfew violation, please contact the NLG National Lawyers Guild, which is uh, www.nlgsf.org at one nine zero nine. 
4NLG, which is 4654. If you want to provide uh, information to the ACLU about an arrest or citation for curfew to help challenge these overbroad curfews, please call ACLU Norcal's intake number at 415-621-2488 or at the website www.aclunc.org slash get help. Yes, indeed. And then in the 1970s, in the 1970s, uh, a dictatorship uh, took uh, over Argentina, just as it did with, uh, with uh, in the 1970s, specifically with um, Chile and Brazil and Paraguay. All of these dictatorships, uh, you know, sponsored uh, by the American government, by the CIA. It's incredible. So that caused a lot of uh, a lot of suffering in uh, in South America, like in other parts of the world. It is what it is. Uh, so same, th- almost kind of the same thing that happened in, in 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 Mexico City, in Mexico, where people were just not allowed to speak up against the government, and in the most barbaric ways, uh, people would be just killed and disappeared, and. Uh, and that created, uh, at least in Argentina, that I'm, that I'm talking about specifically, that created, um, you know, the need for musicians to to find ways to say things without saying them through metaphors, you know, which is something that we see quite often uh, in 1970s uh, Latin American rock and roll, 1970s Latin American folk through uh, metaphors, through poetry. Um and the, the dictatorship in Argentina was a barbaric one, actually. Uh, if you don't know about anything that I'm talking about, well, I guess this is uh, this is one of the things that, uh, that we're trying to do, you know. So you realize that uh, this problem is way, way deeper than uh, than just this process that are t- that are taking place. So Charlie Garcia, who is a legend, a legendary musician in Argentina, who was part of a great project like Cerro Giran. Uh, you know, and now he's been doing solo solo work for many many years. Who and who was hospitalized uh, last week in overall? El Maestro Charlie Garcia. He wrote an anthem, a song, for uh, for that youth, for that Argentinian youth that uh, was fighting uh, the system, that was surviving the system. This is uh, Nos siguen pegando bajo. They keep uh, giving us uh, low blows uh, by Charlie Garcia. Un trocnetas que
Charlie García nos siguen pegando abajo. They keep uh, giving us uh, low blows. They keep uh, betraying us, basically. Uh, with an, uh, that's an anthem uh, for Argentinian society, and uh, it's part of uh, it's uh, you know uh, it's result. It's part of uh, the outcome of fascism in uh, in South America, specifically in Argentina. Uh, please uh, educate yourself uh, regarding uh, the dictatorships that uh, took place, all of them sponsored by the CIA and the American government. Uh, please, if you can, uh, you know, go through history and uh, educate yourself with this, uh, this uh, what happened. A few years later, uh, a couple of years later, actually, because uh, the dictatorship in Argentina started in 1971, 1970, actually, um, Then uh, came uh, in Chile. Chile was uh, one of uh, the the first uh, countries in the world that elected a socialist uh, a president, uh, Salvador Allende, the great Salvador Allende. Uh, we're talking about the 1973, 1970s, uh, 1971, 1972. And Uh, because America was so freaked out about uh, socialism, which is something that we see, uh, you know, one of the reasons why Bernie Sanders can be elected because of that ghost that was put in, in, in American society's brain, socialism. Um, America all decided uh, to, to support uh, a militar, uh, Augusto Pinochet, and uh, when he basically did uh, the coup d'etat uh, he, he didn't care at all by uh, the part of uh, the Chilean society that was with uh, Salvador Allende with socialism and that became one of the biggest biggest uh, tragedies uh, national you know historical tragedies in the history of mankind out of, uh, of that generation just like with Argentina and like in Mexico in the, in the 70s as well in the 1960s Um, a whole generation of poets uh, came out, which is was which wa which who were part of uh, of the folk movement in in Chile. Uh, we are talking about, of course, uh, great uh, musicians like Violeta Parra, like uh, Victor Jara. Uh, in the case of Victor Jara, Victor Jara was a, a guitar player. He was a folk musician. He would uh, sing about uh, the workers. He would sing about indigenous people of Chile, and he became uh, kind of like a, like an icon for for the for Chilean society. Uh, the the government of Augusto Pinochet they took Victor Jara, uh, they uh, they kidnapped him basically, and they they took him to uh, to a hidden place and they cut off his hands, and they told him there you go, so you cannot play the guitar anymore. And then they, they shot him and they killed him. Uh, so we're going to play something by Victor Jara. This is Manifiesto. In Rocknet.kxsf, this is part of uh, the folk movement of the 1970s in Latin America, which was very, not only political, but it was a way of persisting, surviving, in Rocknet.kxsf. Por cantar 
ni por tener buen amor. Canto porque la guitarra tiene sentido y razón. Tiene corazón de tierra y alas de palomita. Como el agua bendita, santigua glorias y penas. Aquí se encajó mi canto, como dijera Violeta. Guitarra trabajadora, con olor a primavera. de rico ni cosa que se parezca mi canto es de los andarios para alcanzar las estrellas que el canto tiene sentido cuando palpiten las venas del que morirá cantando las verdades verdaderas no las lisonjas fugaces ni las famas extranjeras sino el canto de una loca I don't sing for the love of singing or because I have a good voice. I sing because my guitar has both feeling and reason. It has a heart of earth and the wings of a dove. It is like holy water, blessing joy and grief. My song has found a purpose, as Violeta would say. Her working guitar with the smell of spring. 
My guitar is not for the rich, no, nothing like that. My song is of the ladder, we're building to reach the stars, for a song has meaning when it beats in the veins of a man who will be, who will die singing, truthfully singing his songs. My song is not for fleeting praise, nor to gain foreign fame. It is for this narrow country, to the very depth of the earth, there where everything comes to rest and where everything begins. Song, which has been brave song, will be forever new. That is uh, the translation of uh, this uh, song uh, by Victor Jara, uh, Manifiesto. After uh, Victor Jara was kidnapped by uh, by the army, the Chilean army of Augusto Pinochet. Uh, like I said, he he had his uh, hands cut off, and then they left his body by the entrance of the stadium of Chile for people for people to see. Those were the barbaric uh, years. Of uh, of the dictatorship uh, in Chile. Talking about Chile, uh, last year, if you paid attention, uh, Chile took over the streets. The people of Chile took over the streets for over for longer than a month to protest uh, increases in in the fees of uh, of the universities in in Chile. That was actually officially the. The, the, you know that was the official reason for the protests, but in the end, uh, it kind of became those protests became uh, what uh, what they're becoming here in America at this very moment, a protest against the system, a protest against the social injustices, the com- economic injustices. They protest. They took they took the streets over uh, I believe over six weeks, and uh, you know they in the end they they wanted uh, to to get rid of uh, of the current president of Chile. It didn't happen. But you know, it uh, it did uh, change a couple of things in in the, in Chile at uh, at this very moment. Uh, years before this manifesto song was uh, created by Victor Jara, Violeta Parra, uh, who uh, Victor Jara mentions in this uh, manifesto song, she wrote uh, this beautiful thing called uh, "Gracias a la vida." And again, this one goes to George George Floyd and all of those. Uh, that have fallen because of this unjust social system in America. Que me ha dado tanto Me dio dos luceros Que cuando los abro Perfecto distingo Lo negro del blanco Y en el alto cielo su fondo estrellado En las multitudes el hombre que yo amo Gracias a la vida Que me ha dado tanto Me ha dado el oído Que en todo su ancho Graba noche y día, grillos y canarios, martillos, turbinas, ladridos, chubasco y la voz tan tierna de mi bien amado. Gracias a la vida 
que me ha dado tanto me ha dado el sonido y el abecedario con él la palabra que pienso y declaro padre amigo hermano y luz alumbrando la ruta del alma del que estoy amando Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado la marcha de mis pies cansados con ellos anduve ciudades y charcos playas y desierto montañas y llano y la casa tuya tu calle y tu patio Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto Me dio el corazón que agita su marco Cuando miro el fruto del cerebro humano Cuando miro el bueno tan lejos el malo cuando miro el fondo de tus ojos claro gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado la risa Así yo distingo dicha de quebranto los dos materiales que forman mi canto y el canto de ustedes que es el mismo canto y el canto de todos que es mi propio canto Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto. That is the great uh, Violeta Parra with Gracias a la Vida, a great, great uh, song of uh, for that generation. Uh, this is what the ACLU recommends uh, to have in mind, to keep in mind if you're going to be protesting. The right uh, to protest is a fundamental human right guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution and the First Amendment. Number two, if you get stopped, ask if you are free to go. If the police says yes, calmly walk away. Number three, you have the right to record, to film. The right to protest includes the right to film, including recording police doing their jobs. Number four, the police can order people to stop interfering with legitimate police operations, but video recording from a safe distance is not interfering, so you can film from a safe distance they cannot stop you 
Number five, if you get stopped, police cannot take or confiscate any videos or photos without a warrant. Number six, if you are videotaping, keep in mind in some states the audio is treated differently than the images. But images and video images are always fully protected by the First Amendment. Number seven, the police's main job in a protest is to protect your right to protest and to de-escalate any threat of violence. Number eight, if you get arrested, don't say anything. Ask for a lawyer immediately. Do not sign anything and do not agree to anything without an attorney present. Number nine, if you get arrested, demand your right to a local phone call. If you call a lawyer for legal advice, law enforcement is not allowed to listen. Number 10, police cannot delete data from your device under any circumstances. If you need immediate legal assistance regarding a citation or arrest for a curfew violation, please contact the NLG National Lawyers Guild www.nlgsf.org or 1909-4654. If you want to provide information to the ACLU about an arrest or citation to, for curfew to help challenge these overbroad curfews, please call ACLU Norcal's intake number 415 2488 or at the website www.acleunc.org slash get help. All of this information is on, on KXSF's uh, Instagram account. Uh, by the way, uh, we were part of, uh, we, black, we blacked out. We were, we were part of uh, the show Must Be Stopped movement, movement on Tuesday. Um, you know, I don't know if you noticed, if you're on Instagram, a lot of people uh, posted uh, black squares on their, uh, on their uh, you know, Instagram page. And us, as a radio station, we decided uh, to, to not have any live shows at all, you know, because we, it's been a tough time for us, you know. Uh, a lot of uh, my fellow DJs have been part of this protest, like, you know, I've been to a couple, couple of them as well. So uh, when when this idea came up, uh, you know, we spoke and we were like, yeah, it kind of feels weird to be playing happy music, you know, I mean, uh, these times, because this is not the time to be celebrating or to be pushing uh, the station or, you know, we have the, the privilege of, of having this platform. And um, in, in times like this, it is a responsibility to use it to help those that need help, as easy as that. Um, so yeah, okay, one thirty-two. in a few minutes, our conversation with, uh, with Victoria Reese, uh, who is, uh, a good friend of ours, uh, she's an activist, um, like I said, we, we spoke to her about a year ago, and, uh, when, with this situation, we usually do the interviews from Rocknet, but that doesn't matter today. Uh, but when we were planning about uh, what to do during this show, we were like, oh, so, so who are we going to be talking to? And, and Victoria, obviously, uh, was uh, the first pe the first person that came to, to our mind. Uh, so we'll see. She's in New York. Uh, you know, New York has been very active with this as well, as usual. They actually started, started uh, the protest uh, before San Francisco. And, uh, you know, it's still going on. So let's see. I hope, uh, you know, that 
that she's fine she's in a cool place so we can chat for a few minutes and uh, so you know she's uh, the lead singer of downtown boys as well a great great uh, great band and that is committed with uh, with social justice cool so now let's go to uh let's go to cuba let's go to cuba because same thing i mean god it's cuba and fidel castro is it's a dictator and all that stuff i'm gonna you know go into that this very moment uh but there was a very interesting uh cultural uh movement in in cuba during the cuban revolution and uh if there is uh, someone who is basically the the great uh, leader of this great social i mean uh, cultural movement in, in in cuba was silvio rodriguez so we're gonna play this classic by him called ojalá exact same thing you know uh Silvio Rodriguez uh, supported the Cuban Revolution, supported Che Guevara, sh- supported Fidel. Um, but he was, he is still a very independently minded human being. So he, in his songs, are very poetic, full of metaphors, kind of the same thing that uh, with uh, Victor Jara. Uh, he had to use these metaphors not only to, to criticize the the rest of the the societies in in the rest of the world specifically america but also his own society so this ojala ojala song is a uh, it's one of those great songs that you really need to listen to so you can understand what the messages are silvio rodriguez ojala in rocknet ojala que las hojas no te toquen el cuerpo cuando caigan para que no las puedas convertir en cristal Ojalá que la lluvia deje de ser milagro que baja por tu cuerpo Ojalá que la luna pueda salir sin ti Ojalá que la tierra no te bese los pasos Ojalá se te acabe la mirada constante, la palabra precisa, la sonrisa perfecta. Ojalá pase algo que te borre de pronto, una luz cegadora, un disparo de nieve. Ojalá por lo menos que me lleve la muerte, para no verte tanto, para no verte siempre, en todos los segundos, en todas las visiones. Ojalá que no pueda tocarte ni en canciones Ojalá que la aurora no dé gritos que caigan en mi espalda Ojalá que tu nombre se le olvide a esa voz paredes no retengan tu ruido de camino cansado ojalá que el deseo se vaya atrás de ti a tu viejo gobierno de difuntos y flores 
Ojalá se te acabe la mirada constante, la palabra precisa, la sonrisa perfecta. Ojalá pase algo que te borra de pronto, una luz cegadora, un disparo de nieve. Ojalá por lo menos que me lleve la muerte, para no verte tanto, para no verte siempre, en todos los segundos, en todas las visiones. Ojalá que no pueda tocarte ni en canciones, ojalá pase algo que te borre de pronto, una luz cegadora, un disparo de nieve, ojalá por lo menos que me lleve la muerte, para no verte tanto, para no verte siempre, en todos los segundos, en todas las visiones, ojalá que no pueda. Tocarte ni en canciones Silvio Rodríguez, ojalá en Rock Network que se bueno tu FM San Francisco 140 in San Francisco. By the way, uh, Bandcamp, there's a Bandcamp Bandcamp sale once again this Friday. All the all the you know the musicians are getting getting basically all of the the money from purchases of music and a lot of bands are actually uh, donating all profits to uh, Black Lives Matter um, so yeah there's another way that, that you can help uh, and there's many many ways uh, that you can help uh, uh, those that are affected by, by this current situation because you know uh, it has been announced by the way right now that uh, Los Angeles County no longer will be implementing the curfew. It seems that uh, the cities in California finally got the message. Um, you know, those curfews basically were just a, a way of uh, oppressing this uh, this movement. How many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man? How many seas must the white dove sail Before she sleeps in the sand Yes, and how many times must the cannonballs fly Before they're forever banned The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Yes, and how many years can a mountain exist Before it is washed to the sea Yes, and how many years can some people exist Before they're allowed to be free Yes, and how many times can a man turn his head And pretend that he just doesn't see The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Yes, and how many years 
Yes, and how many times must a man look up before he can see the sky? Yes, and how many ears must one man have before he can hear people cry? Yes, and how many deaths will it take till he knows? That too many people have died. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. el calor en el cruel laberinto de este vaso de alcohol de estas calles sin sol si tuviera ilusiones si existieran razones, locuras, mentiras, pasiones no habría necesidad de pasarme por horas bebiendo cantimploras de esta gris soledad Esta eterna ansiedad Si pudiera borrarme Esos viejos recuerdos Que como viles cuervos Arrancan ya mis ojos Dejando mis despojos Entre historias y dientes Igual de indiferentes Al amor y a las gentes Si te hubieras quedado, si me hubieras pedido que quemar el sonido de ese viejo pasado, no estaría aquí metido ahogando mis entrañas, arañando el olvido, bien confuso y perdido. Cuando tenga la suerte de encontrarme a la muerte, yo le voy a ofrecer. Todo el tiempo vivido y este vaso henchido por un distante instante, un instante de olvido. Si pudiera borrarme esos viejos recuerdos que como viles cuervos arrancan ya mis ojos, dejando mis despojos entre historias y dientes igual de indígenas. Al amor y a las gentes Si volviera el amor Si tuviera un hermano, un amigo, un sueño en la mano Moriría ese dolor De buscar el calor en el cruel laberinto de este vaso de alcohol 
de estas calles sin
KXSF. Sin tristeza, esquivas a tu corazón y destrozas tu cabeza. Cigarro 
la guitarra española Saltar paredes y abrir las ventanas Y cuando llora una Conejos y los viejos pastores, el pan casero y la voz de dolores, y el mar mojándome los pies. No soy de aquí, ni soy de allá. No tengo edad ni por venir Y ser feliz es mi color de identidad No soy de aquí ni soy de allá No tengo edad ni por venir y ser feliz es mi color de identidad. Me gusta estar tirado siempre en la arena o en bicicleta perseguir a Manuela o todo el tiempo para ver las estrellas con la María en el trigal no soy de aquí ni soy de allá no tengo edad ni por venir y ser feliz es mi color de identidad. No soy de aquí ni soy de allá, no tengo edad ni por venir y ser feliz. Es mi color de identidad. Michelle Blades, no soy de aquí, no soy de allá. Out of her 2016 Premature Love Songs from 2016. This is an original song by Facundo Cabral, a great uh, legend. In Latin American folk. Oh, trouble soon be over. Sorrow and trouble soon be over. Oh, sorrow and Christ is my foot on Pharaoh. He's my only friend. Carry me and I'm a sorrow. Ain't tell me to see no one I'm trouble, soon be over 
Johnson with Trouble Will Soon Be Over in Rockneto at KXSF LP San Francisco. It's 2 p.m. And that means that we have the honor of talking to Victoria Ruiz from Downtown Boys. Victoria, ¿cómo estás? How are you? Bien, bien, gracias. How's everything? Uh, where are you right now? How's life? Um, it's pretty tough. I think that what happened with um, the death of George Floyd... Um, and at the hands of the police, and then what the police are doing all around our country and have been doing for hundreds of years now to black people um, has really always been a catalyst for why people fight. But right now, I think that there's um, a big mix of a lot of pain um, and a lot of desire and a lot of very crystallized and powerful dissent. So I think it's a really tough time, and, you know, nothing should... Uh, should operate as, as quote-unquote normal because, of course. yeah. It's really difficult, you know, because li like you said, this is not just about uh, the murder of George, uh, but about everything that has been building up uh, throughout hundreds of years, like you said, you know, uh, against African-American uh, people, uh, against people of color. And uh, it is a, a, it is a, 
it is a really tough situation that uh, we're going through right now. How's New York uh, at this very moment? New York is a really um, difficult place to be. The New York Police Department set um, a curfew. But more than that, they're basically, the New York Police Department is completely unleashed. And so they're basically um, protesting against the protesters. You see, you know, a line of people um, simply out here because we have seen so many um, killings by the police. And you see a lot of people fighting for their own lives and others, um, and the police are just using tear gas and um, rubber bullets and beating people up, um, and this is, like, throughout the city. So New York is a really is a really brutal um, place, and I think that, um, you know, with the death of Eric Gardner, um, that was handled so poorly yes. by New York, and, like, that's still really felt by New York in terms of the government and the police, and that's still really felt. Um so it's really tough here. And then, obviously, COVID hit New York really hard. Yes. Um, and it hit, you know, like, the poorest places, the places with the most people of color. So it's been it's been a really difficult um, winter into summer in New York. Um, and the spring here, you know, really has just uh, created a totally d different world here. Totally, and you guys are, are still on a, uh, on a. You guys have a curfew still. Yeah, with that curfew, it's an eight o'clock curfew, and you know I kind of see it as like a, um, as like an invisible baton. Like I, of course, the police can use the curfew to totally fuck people up if they want, and they are. Um, and there's no, there's, there's never anything good about a curfew. Um, and it's been really interesting because I think that, like, you know, I think it's a lot of people who protest through music. I think it's something we're used to being anti-authority. We're used to under having a, a pretty a pretty big analysis of the police because they also um, they also kill culture. Uh, and it's just been, yeah, it's been a really... It's been a very enlightening time, and like I don't have the answers, but I have been learning a lot from others. Exactly. Yeah. No. None of us uh, have uh, really the answers, um, but it's it's a bit disappointing that uh, this curfew was implemented in New York. You know, because New York is supposedly one of uh, one of the most liberal cities in the world. Same as in San Francisco. Huh? Uh, we had uh, the first protest on Saturday, and uh, immediately after that. A curfew was uh, set for San Francisco, and it was only lifted uh, today. So, you know, we had a curfew for, for four days. And like I said, it's uh, rather disappointing, uh, you know, for San Francisco as well, to be one of the most liberal cities in the world. And, uh, you know, for the, for the city to not understand that uh, people are angry and they have all the, all the right to protest. And uh, this curfew is basically just suppressing that, uh, that movement. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So, what, what, what do you think? I know it's it's so difficult, you know, with COVID and uh, all these that is happening. But ultimately, how do you think this is gonna influence American society? Do you think this is this is the beginning of something big that will cha that will change the way uh, uh, the American society thinks and sees uh, this uh, oppression of uh, of Af African American people and people of color? I think, yeah, that's, I mean, I think that um, 
it's really interesting because it's like um, not interesting. It's really powerful because it's six years after Ferguson now, and like I feel like in those years, people people were already organizing and fighting um, capitalism and racism, obviously for hundreds of years. Of course, but you can just see that this is not like what's happening right now. It's definitely not point zero. It feels like we're like further along in it, which is why I think sure. the police are acting so, uh, I mean, they're always completely grossly uh, and recklessly lethal, the police. Yes. It's like a new shade of that that I personally, just me as an activist, haven't seen. Uh, but I think it's a new shade of that because I think the people, like, we know that we're, we are well along in this battle. And so, yeah, I think, I really hope that it's sustained. I mean, this is already, like, in New York, I think it's day seven um, of having, like, protests on the street. And um, so, yeah, I think I think for some, it's, it's bringing a lot of people into their day one. And then I think a lot of us, like, it's pushing us further along. Of course. Totally. I've seen, I've seen those pictures of, of the breaks that are basically being left on the streets uh, to provoke people to use them to cause destruction. What do you think about that? Do you think there's something behind uh, all the looting and everything? Or how do you see it organic? How do you understand it? As the way I understand it is, you know, breaking windows is just related to private property. Of course. And anyone, you know, obviously shouldn't mourn broken windows. Of course. Should mourn broken lives and broken necks. And I think that What those bricks show is that, in fact, the police really do operate, thinking that uh, they protect private property and thinking that their protection of private property is somehow protecting um, this country, when, in fact, all it protects is white supremacy. And, like, I have seen police break windows. I have seen police be informants in crowds and agitate people. Um, and it's completely... It's completely related to the, this idea that the law has legitimized white supremacy through um, prisons and crime, and that that's completely related to slavery. And legitimacy relies on on us, quote unquote, breaking the law. Of course, but there's no there's no such thing. Like you not you can't steal something that's stolen. Like. And I think that that's what we're seeing. And I can't believe, I mean, amazingly, I think that, and rightfully so, a, more and more people know, like, there was that shop in Minnesota that was totally busted, and the owner was like, busted up. Like, we need justice in this country. And I think that we're starting to see that like, private property isn't going to save us. Of course. What are the plans for today, for tonight for you? Are you going to go to, are there any more protests uh, planned for, yeah. for tonight in New York? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to definitely be out and support how I can, and um, and I just really yeah, appreciate like learning and seeing so many people fighting. Totally. Yeah, it, it's time for us to, for, for people uh, really to get together and to understand each other, because like I said, and, and like you've said, this is, uh, this is just uh, a symptom of, uh, of, of all the bad things that have been happening in America for, for many, many years, and I hope that uh, this is the beginning of something new, like a renaissance uh, of, some, of some sorts. Definitely, and I think that you're right, it's totally a symptom, and I think we're starting to learn more about the symptoms, like 
you know, the police union in San Francisco, you're where you like you all are based, and the police unions in Oakland and Berkeley, those all protect the police. And out here as well, they've completely exploited the concept of a union, which is supposed to be for workers. Police aren't workers. Police are managers and bosses of white supremacy. And so um, there's like more exposure now, I think, to also their institutions, and that's really helpful. Do you think uh, the, the funding, uh, the police departments throughout the nation is, is part of the solution? Do I think the what? Uh, the funding, the, the police departments in, in the nation is, is one of the solutions, or part of the definitely, solution. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Cap we need to move capital away from them to displace them. Excellent. Well, uh, so you're going to be uh, protesting tonight in New York. Um, sorry, what's Sorry, what's that? You're going to be protesting tonight in New York, uh, tonight. I'm going to be supporting, definitely. I'm going to, yes, I'm, I'm going to be protesting. Um, yeah. Excellent. Well, Victoria, thank you so much for the time that you have taken to, to, to do this, uh, this conversation, this interview, this phone call. I really, really appreciate it. And I thank you for uh, everything that, that you do. And uh, let's, uh, I hope that we can, we can see each other again pretty soon. Definitely, and global solidarity to you all in the Bay, to Chile, to everywhere in the world. Excellent. Thank you, Victoria. Gracias. Palestine. Thank you. Gracias. Bye. Bye. Yes. Perfect. Uh, that's uh, Victoria Ruiz from Downtown Boys. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's really, 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 really difficult, uh, especially for us that are trying to find the meaning uh, behind all of this. Uh, you know, and if you put on top of that uh, the COVID-19 situation, well, it, it, it is just uh, even more, more difficult. So yeah, uh, 2.11 p.m. in San Francisco, what are you doing? Uh, if you were part of the, of the protest of the march uh, yesterday in the mission, well, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, let's go now and play something by Mississippi John Hurt. This is Coffee Blues. In Rocknet at KXSF, 102.5 FM, San Francisco. This is the coffee blues I like to say in brand, Michael's house. It's good till the last drop, just like it says on the can. I used to have a good cooking a good Michael's house. She moved away. Some said Memphis and some said Leland. But I found her, I wanted to cook me some good Michael's house. And understand if I can get just a spoonful of Max's house, it'd be much good as two or three cups of this other coffee. I've got to go to Memphis, from there to Leland. I want to see my babe, by the loving spoon, by the loving spoon, spoon. Well, I've just got to have my loving. I found her. Good morning, baby. How you do this morning? Well, please, ma'am. Just a loving spoon. Just a loving spoonful. I was glad I got to have my old loving spoon. My baby packed a suitcase and she went away. I couldn't let her stay for my loving My loving spoonful Well I've just got to have My loving 
Good morning, baby. How you do this morning? Well, please, ma'am. Just a loving spoon. Just a loving spoonful. Well, I've just got to have my loving. Oh, the preacher in the pulpit, jumping up and down. He laid his Bible down for his loving. Ain't Michael's house all right? Well, I've just got to have my loving. You can bring me whiskey. You can bring me tea. Nothing satisfy me, man. But my loving spoon, my loving. Well, I've just got to have my loving. Good morning, baby. How you do this morning? Well, please, ma'am. Just a loving, just a loving spoonful makes things all right with a loving. When your baby gets mad and she won't do right, go to bed at night. Get a loving, well a loving spoonful. Well, I've just got to have my loving. Good morning, baby. How you do this morning? Well, please, ma'am. Just loving. All the women's in Greenwood. They raise insane. It's all about that loving. That loving spoonful. I'll class all right. That loving. Tell me who's that writing? K-X-S-S. Tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator wrote the book of the seven seals. Who's that writing? John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator. Well, who's that writing? John the Revelator wrote the book. Of the seven seas You know God walked down In the cool of the day Called Adam by his name And he refused to answer Because he's naked and ashamed Who's that writing? John the Revelator Who's that writing? John the Revelator Who's that writing? John the Revelator wrote the book of the seven seas. You know Christ had twelve apostles, and three he led away. Say, watch with me one hour, till I go yonder and pray. Tell me who's that writing, John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing. John the Revelator, who's that writer? John the Revelator wrote the book of the seven seas. Who's that writing? John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator. Who's that writer? John the Revelator wrote the book of the seven seas. Christ came on the Easter morning. Mary and Martha was there to see. Go tell my disciples 
the meeting me in Galilee. Tell me who's writing John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing John the Revelator. Wrote the book of the seven seals. Who's that writing John the Revelator? Who's that writing John the Revelator? Tell me who's that writing John the Revelator. Wrote the book. John the Revelator by Sunhouse in Rockneto at KXSF. Oakland protest tonight, Thursday, June 4th of 2020. Location Frank Ogawa Plaza, which is on 14th Street and Broadway at 4 p.m. Join us for a peaceful sit in the Frank H. Ogawa Plaza in Oakland. Justice for George Floyd and justice for all victims of systemic racism. This will be a peaceful event that does not condone any violence or destruction of property. The media and the government is spinning the cries of our pain into shifting the blame onto the people rather than the cops who are beating and murdering innocent people in the street with no repercussions. Let's unify and show them that it is them who are uncivilized while demanding justice for fallen victims of racial police brutality like George Floyd. This is a peaceful protest. Please no violence and please no damage. Don't let the media turn the blame to the people. Please wear masks and adhere to social distancing guidelines. Tonight at 4 p.m. at Frank Ogawa Plaza for Thint and Broadway at 4 p.m. Join us. Talking about the media... By the way, uh, I saw some uh, protesters uh, basically destroying the entrance of CNN. And, uh, you know, I am not a fan of CNN. And I say this as a journalist, uh, as, as the journalist that I am. I am, uh, you know, I grew up admiring those objective journalists, especially in Mexico. You know, uh, there was a generation in the 1970s. Uh, of, of of great journalists that uh, were not scared of the government and they would just tell it like it is. In my opinion, uh, CNN is does completely the opposite, and Fox News is just a piece of garbage. As easy as that. I'm not even gonna go into that because they don't even deserve, uh, you know, to be mentioned in this show. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's sad that uh, the mainstream media uh, it's not covering. Uh, the movement uh, from within, you know, from the depths of, uh, of 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 these these movements that are taking place in America at this very moment. So you, my dear San Franciscan, and whoever is listening in other parts of the world, find different outlets, maybe Vice News. I don't know. Find in the, find independent uh, journalism and support them, like our fellow. Uh, Okay, you know, one of the point five FM people, uh, San Francisco Public Press, find uh, independent journalism and support it, because you know we're not getting the 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 exact, the the true the truth the real truth from uh, either of these two platforms. This is Charlie Patton, down the dirt road blues in Texas. Oh, uh-huh. 
Charlie Patton down the dirt road blues and straight up there wouldn't be rock and roll if it wasn't for Charlie Patton and all these great uh, blues musicians. Uh, Saturday, COVID-19 remembrance, six feet engraving a COVID-19 remembrance, an evening to remember and honor the lives lost to COVID-19 as the death toll approaches 100,000 in the U.S. and social distancing restrictions are lifted in a patchwork fashion nationwide. We will safely gather to grieve and remember those lost. Gathered at the Lake Merritt Amphitheater on Saturday, June 6th at 8 p.m. for a candlelight vigil. We will remember individuals and groups of people who have passed due to both action and inaction. Bring your memories, your joy, and your pain. Bring candles, flowers, and pictures or anything else to hold or add to a community altar. Together, we will honor our people while wearing masks and maintaining physical distance because solidarity is safety. Artists with the SF pro Projection uh, Department will honor victims lost to the virus by projecting outdoor COVID memorial messages and photos shared, shared by loved ones. For more info, uh, COVID-19 remembrance at gmail.com so that's Saturday, June 6th at 8pm at the Lake Merritt Amphitheater in Oakland be part of it be part of this and uh, you know uh, things have been so difficult uh, like I said not only this past week or this past few months because of COVID but for many many years with all the institutionalized uh, racism and discrimination in America uh, it is like uh, you know like we were when we were talking to to Victoria let's uh, use this let's uh, let's make sure that uh, George Floyd's passing uh, it's not uh, wasted let's uh, make make this current moment that we're going through uh, 
the starting point of a renaissance, of a social renaissance. Let's uh, educate each other. Let's understand that we are all in this, in this together, and uh, you know, let's go out there and uh, use our voice, because many many things have w gone wrong in the past uh, in the past years. And again, not only George's uh, passing, uh, the murder of uh, George Floyd, uh, also uh, you know the the open racism that is coming out of the White House that uh, we allow that to happen or people allow that to happen because you know uh, Americans have this tendency towards nah let's just keep it cool let's just wait and things are gonna be better we're not fighters you know let's just be cool because that is the American way and I think uh, we took we took too many too many aggressions we took too many hits and uh, enough is enough that's I'd say Blind Boy Fuller Pistol Slapper Blues And Rock Metal Kings I can tell my dog Anywhere I hear him bark I can tell my right if I feel a in the dark You're the cold-blooded murder When you want me out your way Says that's all right, mama You're gonna need my help someday And you say You're gonna put me Mama down in my lonesome grave Say you must remember I once have been your slave Like snapping my pistol in your face Let some brown-skinned woman be able to take your place Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. Let some brown-skinned woman be able to take your place Now you know you didn't want me When you lie down across my bed Drink your moonshine whiskey, mama, talking all out your head. Now give me the money, baby. I'll catch that train and go. You don't have to kill me, cause you don't want me no more. Hey, hey. Cause you don't want me no more. Now you give me the money, baby. And I'll catch that train and go. KXSF. Now you see my rider. Tell her, I said, bring it home. I ain't had no loving since my girl been gone. It's two kind of people, and the word that I can't stand, that's a lying woman and a monkey man.
Here's a, a list of uh, protests that will be taking place uh, today uh, in San Leandro. Justice for Steven Taylor at Walmart at 4 p.m. Because, yeah, we saw what happened there and then. Uh, downtown Oakland, the peaceful sitting protest at 4 p.m. In Pinol, uh, the George Floyd solidarity protest at 4 p.m. Here in San Francisco, there's a car caravan protest in the outer Richmond at 4.30. San Rafael uh, walk, bike, ride to San Rafael City Hall at 5 p.m. Santa Cruz uh, paddle out memorial at the sea at 5.30 p.m. Mill Valley bike ride protest at 7 p.m. Tomorrow Friday, Walnut Creek protest at Civic Park at 1 p.m., although that is not uh, 100% verified. At Pleasanton, Friday, Unity Protest at Amador Valley Community Park at 2 p.m. Sunnyvale, in the South Bay, Peaceful uh, Black Lives Matter Protest at 5 p.m. In Mill Valley, Peaceful Protest at Camino Alto and Miller at 5 p.m. And here in San Francisco, we have the George Floyd Solidarity Critical Mass Style Bike Rally at 5.30 Saturday in Oakland, the Bay Area cleanup rally at 11 in the morning. San Francisco, uh, the Noe Valley police violence protest with social distancing at 11 in the morning. Palo Alto uh, at noon, equality is liberty protest on Saturday. San Francisco, nationwide protest, D.C. and uh, 20, uh, 24th and Mission at 12 p.m. Here in San Francisco, again, 24th and Mission at 12 p.m. Uh, Richmond uh, mobilization of uh, for organization March at 12 p.m. Hayward joins a protest with the solidarity protest at 1 p.m. And Sunday, the only one that uh, we have uh, here so far is uh, in Santa Cruz, 
the Sunday Paddle Out for George Floyd at 6 p.m. This is very, very inspiring. Thanks to all the people that are, are part of uh, of this movement. And, uh, yeah, let's make a change. Let's make a change. KXSF In the ponds, in the ponds, where the sun don't ever shine, I bet she will all night through. I'm looking fun in my eyes now. Leave on fixing to die. Leave on fixing to die. I'm looking funny in my eyes. Leave on fixing to die. I know I was born to die, but I ain't leave my children crying. There's a show we live at this. Show we born to die. Show we born. Take the shoe we down Show we bound to die 
die, but I ain't leave my children crying. Your mother treated me chillin' like I was her baby child, was her baby child. Your mother treated me like I was her baby child. That's why I tried so hard to come back home to die. So many nights at the fireside, how my chillin' mother would cry, how my chillin' mother would cry. White with Fixing to Die Blues in Rocknet at KXSF 2.41 p.m. and we have Rachel Jackson from People's Strike. Rachel, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm good today, thank you. Are you I'm good today. Yeah. Uh, the world is really different from, from it was what it was, what, 10 days ago, 9 days ago? Definitely. Yeah. It's very, very strange times. Uh, you're part of uh, an organization called uh, People's Strike in Oakland. And uh, you were uh, at, a, at a protest yesterday, and you spoke. How was it? I was. How was it was it? beautiful. It was really beautiful. There was, there were probably, I mean, there were at least 1,500 people there, uh, largely younger people of color uh, from around the Bay Area. And it started out, I missed the beginning, but I, I did catch uh, some of the video of it. started out. Um, with an opening prayer, indigenous, you know, honoring the land and the people, original people here, and uh, the Danza Azteca, the Aztec dancers opened it up, and um, that was sort of on the earlier part, and then um, the rally started at 8, and, uh, you know, the the title of it is, I know I can't curse on the air, but it was <laughs> F the... It was F the curfew. Totally. Um, and really about, uh, you know, folks uh, reclaiming our city and that we're not going to have uh, martial law here. Totally. And so and so folks sat down and and hung out and did had a speak out with lots of great speakers. And then, uh, and then afterwards, it really, after the rally, it really turned into kind of a party. Uh, there were folks dancing in the street and stuff, which I think was really a perfect a perfect way to kind of round out the the week totally so obviously these these protests and demonstrations have uh, been taking place all over all over the country now 
Right. How do you see? The, how do you see the? I mean, I, I, I see it as something very positive, to be honest. Because oh, you, absolutely. We've we've been dealing with so much crap. I can say crap on the earth for the past uh -huh. uh, not only three years and a half with this big that we have in the White House, but uh, this goes back, you know, many many hundreds, you know, even 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 hundreds of years. Exactly. How, exactly. How do you feel? How do you see uh, the, the the whole situation in with, right with the protests so, in America? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed the last part. The, the whole situation with the protests in America. Right. Well, I think that. Um, so. So I think first we have to consider the backdrop um, and sort of, you know, the the setting that that led us to here was, uh, you know, the the COVID nineteen crisis and. Um, and the, the not just you know, there's the, not just the mishandling of it, but really the the way that it's been handled, uh, such that it has it has impacted black and brown communities and low income people and elders. And we knew that was going to happen from the beginning. Um, you know, we knew that people who were vulnerable, either because of Uh, just a lifelong uh, pattern of of a lack of access to health care or other factors that contribute to pre-existing conditions like heart disease and diabetes. So we knew that that was there and that that's concentrated in lower income and communities of color. Um, you know, we know that elders have been neglected in this country. It is our, our, we're pro we've got to be the worst. Uh, when I say we, I'm not you know, into this whole American thing, but I mean as the, the the people who live here. Of course. Um, that, um, that you know, our, this country treats elders as historically had no place for elders. It's just you know the uh, you know, elders get warehoused and uh, you know elders that don't have family. Um, and so, like 40% of the deaths so far have been in nursing homes. Um, and so that was. You know, so so we had this. So the virus is coming through. Is, is is you know these waves of the virus are are moving around the country from Ground Zero in New York to then you know and then other major cities and then now we have it. You know, next it always will go to sort of the the heartland, quote unquote, to more rural areas, and um, and that's happening now. And then we had the uneven shelter in place. The uneven application or um, uh, initiation of shelter in place, and you know, that contributed to increased infections, uh, in increased spread of the virus. We have we um, for for us just back up for us in California because we went into shelter in place early. Our overall infection rate is low compared to the rest of the country, of and so so we're going through this process, you know, of of. Uh, of this phased reopening of, of the economy and of society. But, but, you know, people have been in shelter in place now for two and a half months. Yes. Um, and, you know, watching various events, trying to figure out how to be in the world, and then, uh, you know, and people being stressed about the economic situation and knowing that that's coming too. Like, you know, the numbers of people that can't pay their rent, The increase in homelessness that we're going to have, 45% increase, but all of that's been on people's minds, and uh, and then you add, you know, with the hundred thousand over hundred thousand deaths, and then you add the murder of George Floyd, and it was, uh, you know, kind of a a perfect storm and kind of a um, 
And what we've seen in terms of the protest is is that people you know people are furious about about police brutality and especially just uh, you know murder of black men. And all, but also, I mean, you can hear it in people's voices in the voices on the street. People are also upset about all these things. Yeah, you know, people are upset about uh, you know the neglect of cities, the of historic course. neglect of cities, and underinvestment and all of that. And you know, what is going to happen? How are we going to pay our rents and schools? What about schools? You know, nothing's being done. Really, not enough is being done for for students. And so all of that came together, and you know that's. You got that explosion, and it's historic. You know, this many cities have never, never, even like the cities that we think about, look back to, we never had uh, dozens of cities going up on the same night uh, and hundreds within a week. Definitely. Now uh, we live in, in very strange times, uh, you know, uh, due to COVID-19. The, that have us basically without answers. Like none of us have really right. answers of uh, what's coming in the future. How are we gonna recover from this? How are we gonna get back to to life again? Uh, you know, right. to normal life again. And all. I think the only way to to do so, to you know, to be able to do this, is by getting together. You know, I mean, that's 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 the only solution. Like all all different uh, you know sides of society, they need to understand that the problem is real and is really really deep, and it has to be fixed. How do you feel right. about this? How do you think? Uh, you know, because right now we're going to be protesting, and it seems like it's going to continue, which is great in my opinion. But, right. but what what's coming after that? What should we what what should we do after that so we can right. find a final solution for this problem? Right, absolutely, and that is, you know, after any sort of rebellion-type situation, there's always the question of where does that, so what next, like how does that, how does that energy and these sentiments get tra uh, get transformed into uh, ways to make fundamental change? Of course. And, and uh, it's, it's interesting, because like with People's Strike, we started um, organizing in April, and we launched on May Day, and May Day was uh, a launch for us to have actions, we're having actions on the first of every month because we knew that this crisis was coming and that people would start to, you know, want to do something about it. And so I think there's two, there's, I think there are two main things that are happening and that need to happen. One is that um, both because of just the COVID and the economy, the, the economic crisis and the political crisis, of course, that's mm -hmm. contributing to it, um, that, uh, that, organized like sort of civil society organizations and especially uh, labor um, is has to has to engage because with just looking at even before the murder of George Floyd um, you know the workers we're in a moment where workers have more power than they've ever had before uh, and at the same time organized labor has not uh, not been quick To, to utilize that power. Um, but I think we're seeing some changes. And the murder of George Floyd, interestingly, like that, uh, maybe unsurprisingly, that has pushed labor to, I've just noticed, like more, more statements from labor unions and you sort of see who are the more active labor unions because they're speaking out about this and passing resolutions and things. And, and so you're starting to see folks get together more in in these like already established institutions and that's great 
Um, the other thing, though, and I think what's really coming and what people strike is really formed for is that we're about to see uh, you know, hundreds, thousands more uh, folks that are unaffiliated. Of course. Um, either have been unaffiliated because we work in the gig economy or because, you know, what, 90-something percent of laborers, of workers are not in, in a union. Um, and then all the people who do uh, sort of un- informal labor or uncounted labor, you know, field, you know, in agricultural or domestic and so on. Um, and, you know, what is clear is that this situation is untenable. It was untenable before the murder of George Floyd of and the police murders that continue. Um, but uh, definitely... You know now is now that this sort of sleeping giant has awakened. But I think the thing is that we have to keep we have to keep doing actions. But we have to both look at some of the demands that we've had in the past. For example, um, uh, APTP and others have been working to defund the police um, and uh, do do things that are aimed and like make make change that are aimed at you know, sort of pressuring government officials to make budgetary changes, things like that. So I think that kind of thing needs to continue. But really with People's Strike um, is uh, about working towards both us taking care of ourselves and how do we do that through mutual aid um, and those types of projects and building that base, and then also working towards a general strike and a general strike that includes this you know, wide range of folks in labor. And then, you know, of course, continuing the protests, continuing the protests that are happening. You know, now people are responding to all kinds of things. Like I'm watching people, like this, this, this wave of people taking down, of places that are taking down statues. And yes. I'm just like, yeah, this is our opportunity. Like these things that we've thought about for so long, now working, it's just yeah. like, do it. You know, yeah. look for the low-hanging fruit and do those things too. Definitely. Yeah, it seems it seems like, you know, it, it's working. I mean, and uh, and we know that the, the government in Washington, they're, they're kind of freaking out. They're, they're kind of worried about what's happening. And that's a good, really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you are doing a, a COVID-19 remembrance on Saturday at 8 p.m. Yes. Talk yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so we're doing a vigil at Lake Merritt. And this was organized before. This was planned before. Um, we've moved, we postponed the date a couple of times just because we're really watching, um, you know, the, the, the presence of the virus here and just kind of being very wary of being aware of, like, you know, potential risk. And I work in public health, so I follow this stuff really closely. Um, and so, so we put it off a couple of times, but uh, we are holding it, and it's called Six Feet and Grieving. And... It is, um, you know, it's a place to, it is a place for folks to have uh, a safe space and come together, still be masked, still maintain the physical distance, but to actually come together and and have a shared experience um, and a shared remembrance and honoring of all the lives lost that really haven't been haven't been counted. We keep seeing the the numbers go up, and now we're over a hundred thousand. But, you know, Trump is constantly downplaying that and saying the numbers are too high when we know, in fact, that the numbers are higher. Of course. Um, and so we're having this vigil um, at Lake Merritt at the amphitheater at 8 p.m. And it's, um, you know, it's going to be really beautiful. It's going to be a candlelight vigil. We'll have an altar. Um, 
the uh, SFPD uh, Projection Department, the San Francisco Projection Department, uh, in conjunction with a project called the COVID Memorial, uh, is going to pr do projections, including just short honorings of individuals who've, who've uh, passed because of COVID-19, and then some people are going to share some music, and some people are going to talk, uh, some people are going to share who've had losses. And, uh, yeah, this is, you know, it's, it's something that we were going to have to do no matter what. Like, whatever else is of happening, course. we also have to do this. And there was some concern because of the curfew, but the countywide curfew has been lifted. We were in the streets last night. Yes. Um, so I don't, you know, so there's no reason why we wouldn't go forward at this point. Definitely. But it has to be done. Yeah, exactly. It has to be done. Nobody else is doing it. You know, we need to do it. Definitely. And do it safely. You know, do it safely, but we have to do it. Exactly. So at Lake Merritt Amphitheater, uh, Saturday, June 6th at 8 p.m., uh, join us. Yes, and, and just um, if anybody wants to follow up or, or uh, follow us, People Strike is at uh, People Strike Bay Area on Facebook, and uh, the COVID Memorial is um, COVID-19 Remembrance on Facebook, so you can hit us up there. Excellent. Rachel, well, thank you so much for, for fighting Uh, for fighting for us and you know for fighting together, and I really really appreciate the the, the time you took to to do this. Absolutely, uh, thank you, and thank uh, you for having me. Excellent, I'll see okay, you. Okay, we'll Saturday. keep up the struggle. Thank okay. you. Okay, we will. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. Bye. Excellent. Yeah. So there's options. Uh, you know, there's so many options uh, to be to be part of uh, of this stuff. Uh, once again, trying to find the. A solution to to all of these, especially during these times that uh, there's no certainty uh, in a lot of things. Um, but you know, we gotta be part of it because there's there are things to be fixed. Uh, so again, today uh, Thursday, there's a protest in San Leandro at Walmart. Uh, justice for Steven Taylor at 4 p.m. Downtown Oakland at 4 p.m. There's, there's a peaceful sitting protest. In Pinole at 4 p.m. The George Floyd Solidarity Protest. In San Francisco, the Car Caravan Protest in the Outer Richmond at 4.30 p.m. In San Rafael, the Walk Bike Ride to San Rafael City Hall at 5 p.m. In Santa Cruz today as well at 5.30 p.m. The Paddle Out Memorial at Sea. In Mill Valley today at 7, the bike ride protest. It's incredible. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, Walnut Creek at Civic Park at 1. Pleasanton at 2 p.m., the unity protest at Amador Valley Community Park. Sunnyvale, the peaceful Black Lives Matter protest at 5 p.m. Mill Valley, the peaceful protest at Camino Alto and Miller at 5 p.m. Uh, San Francisco, tomorrow at 5.30, the George Floyd Solidarity Critical Mass Style Bike Rally. And then uh, Saturday, Oakland, the Bay Area Cleanup Rally at 11 in the morning. San Francisco, the Noe Valley Police Violence Protest at 11 in the morning with social distancing. Very important. In Palo Alto, uh, at noon, Equality is Liberty Protest in uh, here in San Francisco, the Nationwide Protest starting at uh, 24th and Mission at noon. Richmond, the mobilization for organization, that's uh, at 12 p.m. And in Hayward at 1 p.m., 
the solidarity protest be part of this we need you know we need to make deep changes to this very unjust system if you need immediate legal assistance regarding a citation or arrest for a curfew violation please contact the nlg national lawyers guild at www.nlgsf.org or at 1-909-4654. If you want to provide information to the ACLU about an arrest or citation for a curfew to help challenge these overbroad curfews, please call ACLU Norcal's intake number 415-621-2488 or at the website www.aclunc.org slash get help. This KXSFLP San Francisco. It's 3 p.m. We have one more hour of Rock Neto. Rock Neto in Espanol is supposed to start today. And to be honest, we had a, a something planned for today, but it f I just doesn't feel, I just, you know, I just don't feel like... Uh, like playing uh, music, uh, you know, the newest quote-unquote uh, independent rock and roll there is around the world. As easy as that. I am not into it. Uh, so let's see what happens. Let's play some Manu Chao, Señor Matanza. This is, uh, I met Manu Chao back in 2006, and I was talking to, uh, to Sara Marinelli about uh, when I met Manu Chao. It was like... Uh, It was meeting. It was like meeting a great, great human being. And Manu has been very active politically throughout the years. Uh, he had a, a phase uh, where he lived in Mexico uh, with the Zapatistas in 1994. At this, he hasn't come back to Mexico in, in a few years uh, because uh, people say that he has been. He was banned by the Mexican government, and he's not allowed back in Mexico. But uh, those of us, uh, Gen Xers, that grew up, uh, you know, in the 90s, uh, we, you know, Manu Chao will always be uh, one of our biggest uh, figures, especially for us activists and, you know, people that are politically involved. This is Señor Matanza by Manu Chao. And yeah, I know the music is all over the place, but whatever, the, the point of this show at least for, for this time, and we'll see what happens next week. The point of this show is not music. It's uh, to use this platform responsibly uh, to say what needs to be said. And if I sound preachy, my apologies, my dear San Franciscans, it's not my intention. I just, as, a, as an immigrant, as a person of color, I feel uh, really, really inspired uh, to talk about all this because this needs to be discussed. This needs to be dealt with. We all together. We're not pointing fingers at anyone. But we see that we have a really deep, deep problem. These three years and a half of uh, racism coming from the White House has caused uh, very, very serious things in our society. And we let that happen. You know, we allowed that to happen because we were like, okay, we're going to vote him out you know, in 2020, the American way. But society was damaged deeply and is still being damaged deeply by what's happening, uh, what is coming out from, from the White House. So, you know, this is a wake-up call for all of us because, you know, we have to. Señor Matanza, 
Manu Chao en Rocknet.kxs. Well, this is not actually Manu Chao, this is Manu Negra, which was uh, the first project that Manu was part of. I'm sure it's not the first one, uh, but it's Manu Negra, great, great uh, project from Catalonia, if I am not mistaken, from Barcelona. Uh, this is, a, 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 you know, they're criticized, he's criticizing, they're criticizing a situation that tended to happen in, in Latin America and Mexico where uh, there were like the people that worked in the fields uh, usually there would be like a like a dude like a, like a guy that owned uh, many many of the businesses uh, in took out that little town so basically he was basically the boss uh, and they call him Señor Matanza and then uh, after Mano Negra Manu went solo 
and uh, he it, uh, he came out with a uh, one of the best albums of our generation, as he says that, called uh, Clandestino, which uh, talked a lot about uh, immigration. You know, from the 1990s, immigration is is something uh, it's, it's something natural. It's nothing that uh, nothing. It has nothing to do with the laws and what you're supposed to come with papers and that's that's BS. That's going against uh, human nature. And uh, in this song, uh, Manu makes that uh, pretty clear. This is Manu Chawi Clandestino in Rock Network KXSF. Solo voy con mi pena, sola va mi condena Correré mi destino para burlar la ley Perdido en el corazón de la grande Babilón Me dicen el clandestino por no llevar papel Pa' una ciudad del norte yo me fui a trabajar Mi vida la dejé entre Ceuta y Gibraltar Soy una raya en el mar, fantasma en la ciudad Mi vida va prohibida, dice la autoridad Solo voy con mi pena, sola va mi condena Correré mi destino por no llevar papel Perdido en el corazón de la grande Babilón Me dicen el clandestino, yo soy el quebra ley Mano negra clandestina, peruano clandestino Africano clandestino, marihuana ilegal Solo voy con mi pena Sola va mi condena, correré mi destino para burlar la ley Perdido en el corazón de la grande papilón Me dicen el clandestino por no llevar papel Argelino clandestino, nigeriano clandestino, boliviano clandestino, mano negra ilegal. Manu Chao clandestino in Rockneto at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Immigration, migration has to be understood as something natural for man kind as easy as that especially in a country like this one that promised for, for years and years and years uh, to help those that were hungry those that were tired as easy as that and it seems that uh, that you know that's a, that's almost uh, gone you know from uh, from uh, from American society that's terrible it is it is terrible just understand it you know uh we've heard the uh, many 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 stories of uh, how people need to flee their countries because of bad things are happening especially uh in, in central america and mexico obviously because of uh, of the of the drugs of the drug problem 
that uh, that we have. Uh, but if you th- really think about it, we sp- we were uh, we spoke about uh, American uh, military influence in in South America and Central America. If you know about uh, the history of Central America, you'll see that a lot of uh, coup d'etats were also supported by by the American government. So if you really really think about it, uh, if you if you really want to understand why the the situation in, for example, Salvador or Honduras is as bad as it is. It has a lot to do with uh, that uh, American intervention, inter- interventionism that has taken place. Check out your history. It's uh, it, it's something that uh, that is absolutely needed nowadays. You know, I, I you know I'm a I'm a Gen Xer. I was born born in 1980, so I'm like right in the middle of the Gen Xers and the Millennials. So I kind of see uh, I'm able to see from from both perspectives. Kind of, uh, but you know, back in the in the eighties and the nineties, uh, history was a uh, was a very very important uh, subject in school and, uh, and in society in general. You know, because if you if you knew your history, you knew you knew that you had an advantage over people. That uh, you know, it, it's not about having an advantage anyway. But you know, you had an advantage over the situations that you would face in life. And it it just kind of seems like with this uh, with this old all the new technology and, and all that stuff. It just seems that uh, history is not as important as it, as it used to be. If you really think about it, what's happening right now it has happened before. Like I was talking in 1968 when this show started. Uh, you know, it was a very, very important year for uh, for mankind uh, regarding social justice and social movements and, uh, and all that. But it kind of seems, you know, that our youth in, and even, even, even other generations are, are not even... Uh, capable of distinguishing, of uh, understanding that uh, what's happening right now it already happened. Uh, you know what happened with what's happening with this clown that is in in, in the White House. It it kind of happened to some degree with Bush. You know now Bush comes comes with a uh, with his uh, message that he gave yesterday, and now it was oh well Bush was presidential. Well BS. Bush was uh, one of the worst presidents that we have had in in this country in many many years. And then you can go back to Nixon, and you can go go back to you know to other presidents. And with fascism, the same thing. You know, fascism. It it seems like it comes and it goes because uh, for some reason mankind they're kind of you know kind of weak to you know to to fight against that. Uh, thirst for power it's just uh, it's just incredible but again if you know your history if you really understand what's happening from different perspectives that's going to help you understand uh the situation better again i'm not trying to be preachy you know but i, I i'm just offering you my different perspectives i've been in america for 20 years i came in 2000 2000 actually 99 summer of 1999 I, when i was 20 so now i'm 40 so half my life i've been living it here in america uh, but I still get, uh, I still have uh, that 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 uh, vision, that opportunity of not seeing life, uh, not seeing life with American eyes. Uh, there was a song by uh, Rage Against the Machine that mentioned uh, that concept of seeing things with American eyes. I can, you know, I can see it from from the out outside perspective and i can see it from the inside perspective we got to know our history our world history not only the american history our world history so we can understand and we can get better perfect i uh, well this show uh, like i said since the very beginning it's uh, dedicated to the memory of george floyd uh who had his memorial service today in uh, in minnesota and not only him every single one of uh, of the of the people that has fallen to uh, social injustices, racial injustices, uh, like like it happened to George, 
this goes for for all the families that were separated on the border. I'm, I say I'm saying that uh, you know for for myself as a person in color as an immigrant, this goes for uh, for the kids in cages, and uh, for all the also the economic injustices that uh, that uh, certain parts of society we have to to go through. I was uh, reading a couple of reports uh, a couple of days ago, and it is incredible how uh, uh, and you know an African American person makes uh, a tenth of what a white person makes in in this society in average. The same with with Latino, with Latinos, and you know. It is always it's going to sound redundant, but it is not the fault of uh, of the African American or the or of the Latinos or of the immigrants that we make so less mo- le- much less money than uh, white people in average. It is not it is not that because we deserve it or because we don't work hard. We spoke about uh, the COVID nineteen situation in the mission. How ninety percent of the of the people that were infected were uh, were Latinos. Well, for God's sakes, obviously they're going to be infected because they have to go out and work because they don't have uh, the benefits and they don't have the privilege. I went to Oakland uh, to do my groceries as well, like like you know, like two or three weeks ago, and it was heartbreaking to see all my fellow uh, Latin American immigrants on the streets, you know, trying trying to find trying to get work on on the on the on the streets of Oakland in the middle of uh, of the pandemic. It is just incredible, and to know that there's people that drive by and say, well, "Those are irresponsible. Why are they Why are they there?" You know, it's because we have to. There's, we, we don't have a net to fall into in this in these types of situation. So all those little things, and again, I don't mean to sound preachy, but all those little things they need to they need to be understood and they need to be talked about if we want to really if we really want to want to fix this if we really want to make a deep change in our society. Uh, let's go. What do we do? I'm having a, a, a an interview, a phone conversation in about third, thirteen minutes. Uh, you like it? It's from a fellow with a, with a fellow DJ who I really really appreciate and who I know is part of this movement. Not only right now, you know, she's been doing this for on a daily basis for for a few years. Uh, let's go. No. Hey, DJ San Francisco. That's how it is. Live radio. It is what it is. What do we play? Because it kind of feels like, you know, like, uh, like I don't feel like we're playing happy music, to be honest. Let's do this. Yes, indeed. This one goes for the LGBTQ community, for the trans community. There you go. Who also don't have the privilege. Miami FLA Hitchhiked away across USA Plucked her eyebrows on the way Shaved her legs and then he was a she She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey honey Take a walk on the wild side Everybody's darling But she never lost her head 
even when she was giving head, she says, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side. And the colored girls go do 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 Gave it away. Everybody had to pay and pay. A hustle here and a hustle there. New York City is the place where they said, Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. I said, Hey, Joe, take a walk on the wild side. Sugarbump Fairy came and hit the streets Looking for soul food and a place to eat Went to the Apollo, you should have seen him go, go, go They said, hey sugar, take a walk on the wild side I said, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side Alright Just speeding away Thought she was Jim Dean for a day Then I guess she had to crash Valium would have helped that patch I said, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side I said, hey honey, take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls say Do, 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 do Did you want- 
Bob Marley and the Whalers, Buffalo Soldier. Holiday, Strange Fruit in Rock Neto at
free to be free I wish I could break all the chains holding me I wish I could say all the things that I should say say I'm loud say I'm clear for the En San Francisco, Oakland protest tonight, June 4th of 2020. Well, in 28 minutes. Hurry up. Frank Ogawa Plaza on 14th and Broadway at 4 p.m. That's one of them. There's a, a lot of them scheduled for 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 the weekend. For example, today Thursday, well, the one that, that I mentioned, uh, in San Leandro, justice for Steven Taylor at, uh, at Walmart at 4 p.m. Uh, downtown Oakland, peaceful sitting protest at 4 Pinol, 4 p.m., uh, George Floyd solidarity protest. Uh, 4.30 in the outer Richmond car caravan protest. San Rafael, uh, 5 p.m., walk, bike, ride to San Rafael City Hall. Uh, however, there's uh, something weird with the date for this one specifically. If you're planning on going to that one, well, uh, I, I suggest... They use, you do some uh, research first. Santa Cruz, uh, 5.30 p.m. tonight. Paddle out memorial at the sea. And at Mill Valley, the bike ride protest at 7 p.m. Friday, Walnut Crook. Well, Walnut Crook. Walnut Creek. The protest at Civic Park at 1 p.m. That one is not verified either, so watch out. 
Pleasanton uh, Unity Protest at Amador Valley Community Park at 2 p.m. Pleasanton, 2 p.m. tomorrow. Sunnyvale uh, Peaceful Black Lives Matter Protest at 5. Mill Valley Peaceful Protest at Camino Alto and Miller at 5 p.m. And San Francisco. George Floyd Solidarity Critical Mass Style Bike Rally at 5.30 p.m. Saturday in Oakland, uh, the Bay Area Cleanup Rally at 11 in the morning. San Francisco, Saturday, Noe Valley Police Violent Protest with Social Distancing at 11 in the morning. Uh, Palo Alto Equality is Liberty Protest at noon. Toma Saturday. San Francisco, the nationwide protest uh, on 24th and Mission at 12 p.m. I assume that's going to be the massive one. So that's Saturday. Uh, at noon, uh, starting at 24th and, and Mission. Richmond, uh, mobilization for organization march at noon. Hayward, uh, solidarity protest at 1 p.m. And Sunday, in Santa Cruz, the Sunday paddle out for George Floyd. Uh, what else? Uh, there's... What else? Okay, there's so much going on. That's quite... quite uh, it's a good thing. It's a great thing, I would say. Uh, what else? Uh, information. If you need immediate legal assistance regarding a citation or arrest for a curfew violation, please contact the NLG National Lawyers Guild. That is at www.nlgsf.org or at one nine zero nine four nlg which is 4654. Once again, 1-909-4654. If you want uh, to provide information to the ACLU about an arrest or citation for a curfew to help challenge these overbroad curfews, please call ACLU Norco's intake number 415-621-2488 or at the website www.aclunc.org slash get help. What else? Uh, El Cerrito, uh, Thursday, tonight at 5.30 p.m., San Pablo Avenue and Manila in front of City Hall and, uh, and uh, the police department. A peaceful gathering to seek justice for the brutal killing of George Floyd and many others who have lost their lives at the hands of a racist criminal just justice system. Tell it like it is. Wear masks, maintain social distance, and carry a sign reading and white silence. And white silence. If you're not able to risk being out, join our caravan beginning at DMB with the sign and white silence. And white silence in your car window. El Cerrito and white silence march. Today, Thursday, June 4th at 5.30 p.m. on San Pablo Avenue and Manila in front of City Hall and the Police Department. 3.37 p.m. Uh, in San Francisco. Uh, obviously, you realize that you didn't get to hear your uh, your uh, rocknetto, your usual rocknetto of Thursdays. That could care less about that at this very moment, to be honest. Uh, we had a cool uh, conversation with Victoria Ruiz, uh, activist uh, who happens to be 
the lead singer of uh, Downtown Boys. Then we spoke to Rachel Jackson from People Strike. Remember, there's uh, this event on uh, Saturday at 8 p.m. at uh, the Lake Merritt Amphitheater. Uh, show up, support, help out. And again, this is an ongoing thing. It's nothing. It's not uh, a thing that is going to last. I hope it's not a thing that that's going to last two weeks. Organizations to follow. Well, obviously, Black Lives Matter, which is at uh, Instagram, at BLK Lives Matter. Color of Change, which is at Color of Change. The NAACP, uh, at NAACP. Uh, another one, uh, Showing Up for Racial Justice. That's exactly what the handle is, at Showing Up for Racial Justice. Another one, uh, Civil Rights ORG, which ha- the handle is at Civil Rights ORG, exactly as it sounds. Uh, at Reclaim the Block, at Eagles Club, and at United We Dream. Those are some organizations to follow. And that is it. Let's go back to the music because we only have. 21 minutes left of uh, of this rock netto. Uh, I'm gonna play this beauty. Just a f- 
on those that work forces Are the same that burn crosses Some of those that work forces Are the same that burn crosses Some of those that work forces Are the same that burn crosses Just a fuck. 
NWA versus the police department. Prosecuting attorneys are MC Brand, Ice Cube, and Easy Nick. Up for E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take them. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help your black ass. You're goddamn right. But won't you tell everybody what the hope you gotta say? The police coming straight from the underground. A young got it bad, cause I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority. That's cause I ain't the one for a punk with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. And thrown in jail, we can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell. Is selling narcotics. You rather see me in the pen than me and Lorenzo rolling in a benzo. Be the police out of shape, and when I finish, bring the yellow tape to tape off the scene of the slaughter. Still getting swallowed up bread and water. I don't know if they the what. Search it down and grabbing this. And on the other hand, without a gun, it can't get none. But don't let it be a black and a white one, cause they'll slam you down to the street top. Police showing out for the white cop. Ice Cube will swarm on any in a blue uniform. Just cause I'm from the CPT, punk police are afraid of me. Huh? A young on the warpath, and when I finish, it's gonna be a bad of cops in LA. Yo, Dre, I got something to say. It's kept in a stash spot for the so-called law. Wishing Ren was a that they never saw. Lights start flashing behind me, but they're scared of it again, so they mace me to blind me. But that don't work. I just laugh because it gives them a hint not to step in my path. But police, I'm saying, you punk, read my rights and it's all junk. Pulling out a silly club, so you stand with a fake badge and a gun in your hand. But take off the gun so you can see what's up and we'll go at it, punk, and I'ma fuck you up. Think you think I'ma kick ya, but drop your gat, and Red's gonna blast. I'm sneaking when it comes to crime, but I'ma smoke them now and not next time. Smoke any that sweats me, any that threatens me. I'ma snipe him with a hell of a scope, taking out a cop or two that can't cope with me. The villain that's mad with potential to get bad as Jacking, sweating my gang 
while I'm chilling in the shack and shining the light in my face and for what? Maybe it's because I kick so much but I kick Or maybe because I blast on a stupid wooden sad when I'm playing with the trigger of an on Cause the police always got something stupid to say They put out my picture with silence Cause my identity by itself causes violence To eat with the criminal behavior Yeah I'm a gangster But still I got flavor Without a gun in the badge What do you got? A sucker in a uniform waiting to get by me Or another And with a gat it don't matter if he's smaller or bigger And this is what I'll say Police Guilty of being a redneck, white bread chicken Oh, well, I'm this shit Wait, that's a lie That's a goddamn lie Get him out of here I want justice Get him the fuck out of my face I want justice Out right now I'll kill you, black folk It's no sad Police 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 The NWA, F the police, uh, the FCC is so antiquated, by the way. I don't know why we have uh, the federal government uh, telling us what words we can, uh, we can use and what words we cannot use. That's uh, also something that has to be dealt with eventually. Let's do, let's go to the Basque country, to Bilbao. This is Mucha Policia, Poca Diversión, Escorbuto in Rock Network, KXS 102.5 FM, San Francisco.
Corbuto, mucha policía, poca diversión, too much police, not as much fun in Rocknet.kxsf.com. It's time to say goodbye. Thank you for the people listening to us through KXSF 102.5 FM in the radio airwaves. Uh, thank you, Bob Tolly. Bob Tolly. Bob Tolly. This is for you, dude. Because you fight every day for this. Uh, we are the ones. Fiera, Adonis, Gorilla. This for you as well, because I know you do this on a single every single day. Uh, let's do this. Uh, let's get together. Let's keep this momentum going. Let's uh, support each other. Let's help each other out. Uh, reminder: uh, events Thursday. Saliendo uh, at 4 p.m. Justice for Steven Taylor at Walmart uh, downtown Oakland. A peaceful sitting protest in two minutes at 4 p.m. Hurry, hurry up, hurry your ass up. Pinol. 4 p.m. George Floyd Solidarity Protest at 4. Uh, San Francisco, 4.30. You have uh, 30 minutes, uh, San Francisco, to get uh, to your car. Go to the outer Richmond uh, car car and protest. Come and go. Uh, San Rafael, uh, 5 p.m. Boulder, you can cross, uh, uh, you can cross the, the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, walk, bike, ride to San Rafael City Hall at 5 p.m. Double check that date, though, please. Santa Cruz, uh, Paddle Out Memorial, uh, the Sea at 5.30, Mill Valley, Bike Ride Pros at 7 p.m. Friday, Walnut Creek at uh, Civic Park at 1. You have to verify that one, though. Pleasanton, Unity Protest at Amador Valley Community Park at 2. Uh, Sunnyvale, Friday at uh, the Peaceful Black Lives Matter Protest at 5. Uh, Mill Valley, the Peaceful Protest at Camino Alto and Miller at 5. San Francisco, 5.30 p.m. Friday, tomorrow, George Floyd, Solidarity, Critical Mass, Telpac, Rally. Huh. Running out of time. But, you know, I'm, I'm co-head of programming, so I guess I can go for a little bit longer. So maybe I should breathe in and breathe out. Saturday, Oakland, uh, Bay Area, cleanup Rally at 11 in the morning. San Francisco, Saturday, No Valley, Noe Valley Police Violence Protest with social distancing at 11 in the morning. Palo Alto, Equality is Liberty protest at noon, Saturday, San Francisco, the nationwide protest, uh, 24th and Mission at noon, Saturday at noon, at 24th and Mission, Richmond, mobilization or for organization, March at noon, and Hayward, solidarity protest at 1 p.m., that's it, se fini, se acabo, gracias, thanks to, uh, to Victoria Ruiz, Thanks to uh, Rachel Jackson, Bob Tolley. This one is for you. For you. Same thing for uh, We Are The Ones. Uh, Gorilla, Adonis, Fiera, this is for you. Let's close this down with Apoya Records. No Somos Nada. And let's see what we do in Rocknet next Thursday. Because at this point, uh, the newest independent rock and roll, that's the, the least I can think of. Uh, let's see how that how that develops, how that goes for next week. Gracias. Sabenes Carricasco, Gore Euskara. Let's do this, San Francisco. Let's get together. Let's understand each other. And let's fix what we need to fix. But now... Una aldea poblada por irreductibles galos resiste ahora y siempre al invasor con una poción mágica que los hace invencibles. El cerebro. <risa> <risa> 